0: limits, liberal, irreverent, oh, and really, really gay. Welcome to Gay Mass tonight. Gay <laughs> Mass, well, I'm talking about Gay Mass. Uh, welcome to Gay Mass tonight here on the Off Show. Thanks for joining me here, um, and I appreciate you listening to the show. Um, if you want to know more about me, just briefly before we start the show, you can go to OffLimitsShow.com. You can go also to um, to um, OffLimitsShow.com as well as to. Uh, speaker.com and also you can listen to the show live and chat as well in the chat room on speaker.com or as well on my webpage offlimitshow.com so feel free to check me out at any of those places and I'm happy to have you here on the show so thanks for joining me tonight on the show so Tonight on Gay Mass, um, you know, we're talking, as usual, about gay culture and gay news, and um, a lot of things going on t- today and, and this week in uh, the gay world, or things that affect we gay folk, um, such as one of the <clears throat> biggest things, or biggest news stories, of course, uh, has been the gorilla um, uh, food brand, uh, which makes pastas and pasta sauces, um, which has decided to come out against gay people in some fashion. What happened is the, the chairman of uh, Barilla, and Barilla, by the way, is the world's biggest pasta brand. Um, his name is Guido, of course, Barilla. He says, quote, I would never do an advert with a homosexual family, Burla told Italy's La Zanzara radio show Wednesday night. He says, if the gays don't like it, they can go to eat another brand. For us, the concept of the sacred family remains one of the fundamental values of the company. Everyone has a right to do what they want without just disturbing those around them, Barilla says. Um I have no respect for adoption by gay families because this concerns a person who is not able to choose. Uh so (laughs) so we have, you know, a bigot in our midst. Hey, David, thanks for joining me. Uh they're in the chat there. Thank you. Uh we have a bigot in our midst, of course, and um, you know, the funny thing is, is I do use Barilla. is a pretty good brand. I like their food, their pasta. Some people don't like it, but I like their pasta. I like their pasta sauces. And I make uh, manicotti every month, once a month. Um, I've been making it since I was like a teenager, like, I don't know, a long time ago, like probably 19 or something like that. And um, so I know the recipe you know, by heart and everything, and, I, and it's good, I loves it, it's not exactly, you know, uh, low-fat, but it's a really good pasta dish, um, and manicotti is the one with the shells, you put, you stuff them with, you know, like uh, ricotta cheese, and ricotta cheese and mozzarella, and sausage, or or whatever kind of meat you want, and, or you can use spinach or something like that, and then you cover it with uh, sauce and cheeses, so it's sort of like lasagna, but it's shells. Anyway, so I use their shells, or their manicotti shells. For my manicotti, and so when I heard this, I was like, "Wow!" So I'm never buying Barilla again. Now, of course, the um, <clears throat> this is the the Italian dude saying this from Italy, the the main guy that Barilla is named after his family or whatever. But the United States or the U.S. Barilla um, Corporation has come out and said that they deeply apologize. They can't take back what was said, but they deeply apologize and say that. Um, What he himself said, because he realized he had a PR PR nightmare on his hands, basically. He said, quote, after the fact, I'm sorry if my comments have created misunderstanding or polemic, uh, or if I've offended anyone. In the interview, I only wanted to underline the central role of the woman in the family. So, like, that's supposed to be an apology, please. So, you know, people like from... um, from Italy, you know, and in some some countries like that, especially very machismo-based countries, you know, it doesn't surprise me that he would be against gay people adopting children or against gay people um, doing anything. Obviously, and they always say it's for the family. It's for the family. Like, what are gay people? Gay people are not families. Gay people who have children, gay people who have a husband or a wife, um, you know, who also have kids, are not a family. And even if they don't have kids, they're not a family. What makes a family? What constitutes a family? That's the question. And I think that that question is answered differently by many people. And, you know, does a single mother uh, and her son constitute a family? Does a single father and his daughter constitute a family? Does a mother and a grandmother and a son constitute a family? There are all sorts of non-traditional families that we still consider to be families. So to say that gay people... Gay people's families are not "quote unquote" a real family or a traditional family is complete nonsense and not real. Um, we absolutely do have, um, you know, families, and we create our own families. And as a gay person, you uh, oftentimes have to create your own family through friendships, especially, but um, or through you know more traditional means like having kids or whatever. So anyway, this is just one more bigot out there, um, and so there's been a big call for a boycott against, um, you know, against Barilla, which I support whole And a lot of people say, "What's the point of a What's the point of a boycott? What are you going to do with a boycott? Uh, what's What's What real?" Um, message does it send, or what does it really do to the company? It doesn't really do anything to the company, um, as much as I mean, it does. If every single gay person who buys Barilla, you know, stopped buying it tomorrow, they would, of course, notice a drop in their their sales. Um, but uh, generally speaking, it doesn't do anything except to send a message that is not okay. And so, whether you're gay or you're straight. Um, and you are, you support gay rights. No longer buy below products, whether it's their pastas or the pasta sauces or anything of that nature, because if you do, you're saying that it is okay. Hey, Rose! How are you? What's going on? Yeah, she's been at school a lot, because she all she does is freaking go to school, because it takes her forever to get there, forever to get home, and she has to spend the whole day there, poor thing. But she's getting it done. She's <laughs> only got nine more weeks, so... Um, Yeah, that reminds me, David, what you said about Chick Fil A. Um, Yeah, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. is good. I mean, I love Chick Fil A. Their food is fucking amazingly good. I love it. But once that whole thing came out about them, you know, donating millions and millions of dollars to candidates who were against gay marriage, um, I think they were. um, My voice is a little distorted. Really, I don't know why. My voice is distorted. Okay. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Let me go see what I sound like on the speaker page. Hold on. Let's see. speaker. Because uh, I think I sound normal. David, don't forget to heart my show, please. Like my show every time you come to it. Um, let's see if I sound normal or whatever. Oh, wow. I hear what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay. Hold on. I'm not sure why it's so loud, (laughs) Uh, maybe I can turn down this, let's see, there, is that better? Is that better? Like that? see if that's better, let's see if it's any better, let me listen to what I'm saying here. Hello, 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 let's see, I'm trying to listen to see if I sound better or not, I think that's better. Yeah, I think I have the. I don't know if that's better or not. I hope it is, but anyway, um, (laughs) sorry about that. Um, But no, it's not your computer because I listened to it on the speaker page to see what I sounded like, and I sounded like really weird. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure, and maybe because I have dropped my microphone like a million fucking times. Um, Let me unplug it, plug it back in. Hold on. that's loud. Fuck. Hold on. Oh, wait. There we go. Wait. I think I found the problem. Does that sound better now? Let me know. Cause I think I found what the problem was. Um, hold on. Oh, wait. I can't hear myself anymore. Why can't I hear myself? Okay. I could hear myself and now I can't hear myself. I'm not supposed to hear myself, right? That's right. Now it's very low. He says, Oh my God, people, (laughs) make up your mind. Um, Anyway, so I'll I'll continue continue talking, I guess. I don't know if I sound normal or not now. I'm sorry. Play, play, play. Hello, hello, hello. Testing, testing. Yeah, I sound better. I sound much better. Yeah. Okay, good. Anyway, so back to what I was talking about. (laughs) I know, you know what I had? I had I had the normalizer off for some reason, and I also had the settings on the microphone. The record volume was up really, really loud. So, this should be better. So thank you for letting me know that. Because I always get annoyed when when I do a show. I go through the whole show, and then somebody at the end says, oh, my God, you sound horrible. You sound distorted the whole show. I'm like, why didn't you tell me at the beginning? So thank you for telling me because I don't have any way of knowing unless I listen to the show streaming live. So thank you. I appreciate that. So anyway, so back to this Chick-fil-A. So, yeah, when Chick-fil-A did the whole boycott thing, or people were boycotting it, the Kissins and everything else, you know, I was in full support. So I haven't had Chick-fil-A once since then. And I won't. And you know they're owned by Mormons, and they hate gay people or whatever. You know who like a million other people in the world. So uh, they, uh, um, so I don't. I don't eat there anymore either. Who else don't I go to? I also don't go to. Um, who else do I not go to? I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't use Exxon. I don't use Exxon gas. They're very, very anti-gay. For the past fifteen years, uh, the HRC and other organizations have tried to get them to provide or to agree to. Domestic partner benefits and the gay protections, and they refused. And the the board has voted against it every single year for the past fifteen years. So I don't use Exxon gas. Uh, I don't. um, I don't know. There's a lot of places I don't go to, but there's there's a whole list of boycotted places um, that are due to gay, you know, anti-gay initiatives uh, in the world. Obviously, there's the one you know with Barilla. Um, which is the newest one, but there's also uh, target. Wait, let me see here. Well, target was also for a while was boycotted because of their, um, their stance on gay rights as well. Um, I'm trying to find, I had this site where there was a list of all the boycotts going on in for gay people. Oh yeah. The home Depot, the home Depot is another one. And I have to admit, I do shop at the home Depot a lot even though it's <laughs> even though they have been s- said to be very anti-gay in terms of their um, support of anti-gay groups, uh, the American family association or, Mar- or whatever it's called, called a uh, boycott for them this year though, because they apparently this year they've begun to do better, but I go there and shop there a lot, but I try to shop at Lowe's more often when I can, when they have something I need. But um, anyway, so there's a lot of boycotts out there and um, I think boycotts can work. I think they can be a good, like I said, they can send a good message to a company if you um, don't agree with their politics or what they're doing or whatever. Hold on just one second. How to get a drink there. Hold on. So anyway. Okay, so David says, don't tell the Atlanta gays because it's a hot gay cruise spot. Oh, you're talking about the Home Depot? <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, we call the one here the homo depot because that's what it's like here too. The gay, the bathroom apparently is a gay pickup joint. People have sex in there and everything else apparently. It's well known um, and it has been since it's been open, the one in the gay neighborhood anyway. It's called the homo depot. Um, but I don't do that and never have because I'm, well, I can say it. well Anyway, so anyway, um so the next thing I want to talk about is uh, that the portrayal, so the portrayal of gay people on TV. You know, gay, gay people have come a long way on television versus what they were uh, years ago. You know, many years ago, like the times of soap, uh, the, the 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 comedy, the sitcom soap on TV in the '70s was like the first sitcom to actually have an openly gay character. Character, Billy really Crystal played on the show and that was like a huge deal right and so um and since then and even in those days and even in the 80s they had a lot of people who were playing gay that were always basically eunuchs they didn't have sex they didn't do anything they never referred to them sexually really it was always just about their they were always depressed and sad characters who didn't, you know, fit in and, and no one loved them because they were gay and whatever. It was always like that until around the early 90s when things started to change on television and Will and & Grace in the mid-90s really changed things a lot. And, um, and it before that as well with some other shows, but generally, you know, Will and & Grace and sitcoms like that began to portray gay people as real people and with having sex lives and having, actually having, you know, um, different politics and being, you know, multifaceted people, multidimensional people, and not just one thing. And so now we have Modern Family these days. If you guys watch Modern Family, I don't know um, those of you who have a TV watch TV. Um, but Modern Family has been on for several years. It's a it's one of the most popular sitcoms on TV. But the thing has been that they the two lead characters, Cam and Mitch, um, who are married on the show. Or no, they weren't married. They've been together forever, and they have adopted a kid and everything else. They finally now uh, are are engaged on the show, and so they're going to get married and everything else. Right? That's great, wonderful, terrific. As that should be. However, they never ever have sex. They never they never talk about their uh, you know just like you would have like a with a regular heterosexual couple in a sitcom. They talk about sex. They talk about everything you know, or or any kind of show, drama series, whatever. They explore every facet of that person's life, not just everything but sex. And so, with Cameron and Mitch, they've never really, um, really kind of used them as, or, or what's the word? Um, kind of portrayed them in any kind of sexual light. They never have. They never show a real affection to each other, except a peck on the cheek or something. They never, you know, um, have any kind of sexual innuendo or tension. It's always just. They're very whitewashed gay men who have no sexual desire at all, basically. And that's just unrealistic. So that's one of the criticisms of the show is that they're not really, even though they're finally getting married, which is a good step in the right direction, they're not really showing um, gays on that show in an accurate light. They're just kind of showing gay people um, in a washed-out way. Um, yes, I do remember Cameron in Girls Will Be Girls. <laughs> yes, I do. I love that movie. Hilarious. And since you told me about Last or i would mean, already seen it when you told me about it, but since you mentioned it like a month ago, I keep meaning to go watch it again because it's so fucking hilarious. But anyway, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, there's this hilarious, hilarious movie called Girls Will Be Girls, and um, it has um, uh, Leslie... Um, what's his name? Um, I can't remember. The little short guy, I think he's in it. I can't remember. No, he's not in that movie. It's not him. Oh, it's like Coco Peru. She's a drag queen. Um, and then there's the guy. I can't remember his name. I can't remember the guy's name. Let me look it up the movie. Hold on. Um, oh yeah. Coco Peru, of course. Yes. Um, Jack Plotnick. Yes. Jack Plotnick's hilarious. Love him. And, um, Who else does it have in it? I can't remember the other guy's name. But when you see them, you'll recognize them. Especially the one that plays the, the, the redhead. Oh, my God. So hilarious. They're all funny. But the whole movie is fucking hilarious. And it's basically drag queens playing real women, basically. Uh... And one of them's like a uh, uh, movie star who doesn't have an eye. Didn't she miss an eye or something? She's missing an eye or something. I can't remember. And like a watched up movie star from the old days or whatever. And one wants to be like a, she's like an ingenue. And they all want to be famous or whatever. And they all live together. And they're like complete bitches to each other. It's hilarious. But anyway, it's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. You have to watch it if you've never seen it before. So... If you've never seen Girls Would Be Girls, definitely rent it on Netflix or on Hulu if it's on there. Or rent it wherever you can because it's worth it. It's fucking hilarious. You can even go to YouTube, I'm sure, and there are um, clips of it there as well. But it's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. So uh, Anyway, also, also, um, talking about gay weddings, like on Modern Family, President Bush uh, Sr., the first one, the one that's got half a brain, um, he actually... Was never in favor of gay marriage at all, and uh, uh, however, uh, just recently he actually witnessed a wedding of two um, of two lesbians. I guess they were friends of his or something. I don't know, but he was signed as a witness, was there at the wedding and blessed it and everything else. Right, uh, gave it his blessing. I mean, so it's interesting to me how these presidents, a lot of times they. They say they're so against gay rights, and yet when they come out of office, they sometimes seem to do like an about face. And I don't know if that's always because when while it's in office, it's not popular, if you're a Republican especially, um, to be pro-gay or if they just truly have a change of heart or if they never felt that they're just doing it for politics i don't know but it's great that that he did that for whatever reason um even though he's half senile i probably didn't even know it was probably thought one of the lesbians was a man <laughs> but anyway in one of his socks apparently was the wrong color uh, he was like wearing two two mismatched socks and so he may not even know where he was he probably thought it was like you know some girl named Chris <laughs> It looked like a guy marrying some woman. But uh, anyway, it's good that people can actually have a change of heart and evolve. And a lot of people can't, um, you know, so, and earlier today I was told by someone in a chat room whom channel remain nameless, by the way, that I pretend to be nice, but I'm really evil. And, Um, one thing I've never been called in my entire life is evil. I've never been called evil. I've never been called that by anyone. Um, you know, so I find it interesting to me that people would say that about me because it's simply not true. Now, if you are on the wrong side of me, as I've told you before in the show, then yeah, I can see how you might think that, but that's your own fault for doing it in the first, first place. Right. But I'm a really great person. I love myself and I know who I am. And I'm proud of who I am. So um, to say that I'm evil is just means that you don't know me at all. Oh, yeah. And speaking of evil, um, there is a new um, docu or biopic, I guess you'd say, of Donatella Versace coming out next week uh, or this weekend. I think it's on Sunday or Saturday or Sunday or something. And it is about Donatella Versace. If you don't know who Donatella Versace is, she is the sister of... Um, Versace, uh, what was his first name? Um, I can't remember his first name. Um, What the fuck was his first name? Versace's first name. It was... uh, Oh my God, I can't remember. But anyway, you know the guy Versace, the, the brand that he created it. His sister was like a complete, complete bitch character, right? And she's a character all to herself. She's always drunk and high and everything else. And so after he was murdered, I don't know if you remember in the 90s, Gianni was his name. Gianni. Gianni Versace was his name. Um, When he was, when Gianni was murdered in the 90s, um, he was really good friends with Princess Di and good friends with Elton John. And he was murdered on his front doorstep by this guy who I can't remember why. But anyway, he murdered him. And so Donatella Versace inherited the house of Versace, which is this huge fashion empire, of course, right? And she really doesn't, she was completely coked out all the time and completely drunk and didn't really know what she was doing. And, did, you know, she didn't really take, pay much attention to it. And so she inherits all this power and this money and this fame. And she's really, she's really butt ugly, by the way. She looks like a horse. But anyway, <laughs> she's really not an attractive woman. But Gina Gershon is playing her in this upcoming movie. And so it is going to be, um, very interesting. If you like campy, bitchy women, then it's a show for you to watch. I think it's going to be on Lifetime, I think, and it comes like on, on Saturday or something. And then, um, what else is going on in the gay news? Let's see. Uh, oh, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Madonna, you know, I'm a huge Madonna fan, and she just came out with this really awesome art piece. It's kind of a performance art piece that was on video um that premiered in, in New York this week and um it's it's a ama- may it actually really moved me and i'm not just saying it because i'm a madonna fan but because the message is so strong in this, this 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 documentary little snippet 17 minutes long whatever but it um it's an awesome 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 message in this and it's talking about well the, i'll tell you what the press release says it says um It's called Secret Project Revolution. That's what she called it. It's a 17-minute film. And um, it's really not... It's kind of, you know, as art is, it can be sort of confusing and confounding to people who don't really open their mind to art. If you look at art of any kind, whether it's a painting or listen to a certain piece of music or um, it's a performance piece like this, whatever it is, sometimes people think, oh, it makes no sense. What are they trying to say? You know, whatever. That's the thing you have to look at beneath the surface. Art is subjective, of course, but it's also something that is very... um, uh, something that's very, um, usually has symbolism in it. Usually almost all art has some sort of symbolism, right? Has some sort of um, kind of symbolic meaning behind it. They're trying to deliver a message or make a common, make commentary on the state of something. Maybe it's politics in the country or, or homophobia or racism or whatever the case is. And so Madonna's always done this in all of her music, but this is a different way to do it. But anyway, the press release says Art for Freedom, as it's called, is a global digital digital initiative led by Madonna designed to fuel free speech to respond, address, and protest persecution around the world. It is an online public art project encouraging the world to express their personal meaning of freedom and revolution in the form of video, music, poetry, and photography. Public submissions will become part of the Art for Freedom platform. Contributors can join the project by uploading original artwork or tagging original posts uh, hashtag art for freedom so you can participate in this if you too are consider yourself an artist of some sort as i do myself um, you can actually participate in this you can submit poetry videos paintings photography whatever music that you want to create that expresses what you think freedom is or what it means to you and it means freedom of expression and it means freedom to be um, yourself and freedom not to freedom to be different than everybody else so if you want to watch this video, um, you can go to, I think it's on Art for Freedom. Let me go make sure before I actually, um, yeah. So you can go to artforfreedom.com and you can play the video. It's on the very first page when it comes on and push play. And if you, if you muddle through the first like four or five minutes, which are kind of like confusing it begins to make sense and you begin to see the pattern and what she's trying to say and as it gets toward the end you begin to at least i began to really feel um i began to get sad and, and really because she's really kind of expressing a restriction of freedom and and persecution and, and this art piece it's really awesome i love it so of course it's madonna yes i know i'm biased but honestly even from a, an objective perspective, it's really as an incredibly strong message. So definitely watch, watch it if you can. And it's hard to believe that Madonna is 55 years old this year. She turned 55 years old in August and she is really the true iconoclast. You know, I call myself iconoclast, you know, and I am iconoclastic in my own way. Um, but in terms of, you know, what it means to be a true iconoclast, someone who really makes, makes waves the way she does and has a message, uh she's awesome. So watch it if you're interested and you're interested in art. You'll definitely be interested in seeing this piece. It's really, really cool. So next up we have um oh by the way today I'm trying to do an hour show without any music. <laughs> so it's it's not easy, but I'm doing my best I can. And I don't know, by the way, if any of you know um the requirements if you're i know you're not supposed to use music if it's not your own but i have music that is my own whether it's i, I composed myself or music that i have paid for for someone else to make for me and like my opening or whatever um but i'm not sure if you can use that or if you can't use any music at all or if you can't use clips or anything. So I'm trying to do an entire show where I literally just sit here and talk. And I used to do these kind of shows all the time on BTR. I haven't done one in a long time where I just literally sit here and just talk, 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 and no music to break it up, to to give me a break from talking or anything. So we're going to see if I can make it another 30 minutes talking, talking, talking. So um, if people would actually call the show occasionally, call in to talk to me, then I would be able to talk to people, but no one ever calls the show, so I never even set it up that way anymore because no one calls the show, so whatever, bitches. Um, So what else is going on in the news? Oh, yeah, so there are new federal rules for recognizing gay marriages. Now, it has been stated that in order for... Um, like everybody, all states now have to recognize gay marriage to some degree, like in certain benefits or whatever. So for example, um, if you're filing taxes, you can file taxes as a couple now, regardless of whatever state you live in, you are entitled now to the benefits of your partner. If they have benefits at their, um, at their place of employment, and um, you are their spouse. You and they offered them to spouses already. Then you have to also be included in, and be offered that as well, if they offer it. So it is uh, great that things are changing in that respect finally, and things are actually you know going um, better for we gay people here. Um, I think people are somewhat uh, you know astounded by the fact that it was even turned overturned that part of DOMA, but it was and. Now we're just moving on to the last part, so hopefully that will change soon too. So, so I'm going to see what else we have to talk about here. Oh, there was a gay guy here in Texas who hooked up on a site uh, called Meet Me, and um, this is a site um, you know where people can go and meet other people, and I guess you kind of hook up. It's like a social networking app, but you can people meet there to hook up or whatever too. And he was meeting this gay guy or bisexual guy on the um, phone or on this app. And he met, he went to meet the guy. And the guy ended up beating him up so bad that he was so swollen. His face was so swollen. And, I mean, he literally went in, walked in, and the guy jumped in with some other people. And they beat him up, like, with, with all this, like, uh, you know, pipes and shit like that. And so he's literally unrecognizable right now because of all the swelling and his face is broken and everything else. It's really, really sad. So um, you got to be careful for those of you who are still single, who are going out there and hooking up with strangers uh, who are actually going out and actually meeting people on Grindr or, or Meet Me or whatever other apps there are out there to meet guys anymore um, these days. You have to really be careful because you honestly don't know who is on the other side of the computer or the other side of the phone. Before you go to meet them, you you can really only go by what they tell you. That's really all you can go by. And people lie all the time. People really go by, um, uh, um, you know, depend on you know trust people too much. I think, and I think people should really, really, really try harder. Um, Another thing um, up is about AIDS. The AIDS epidemic, they say, should be over in less than twenty years. The U.N. says this, and it says um, by 2030 that the AIDS epidemic is probably going to be over. And the quote says, I think that 2030 is a viable target to say that we have reached the end of the epidemic, um, said Luis Louris, a deputy executive director of U.N. AIDS and the U.N. agency leading the fight against HIV AIDS. HIV will continue existing as a case here or there, but not at the epidemic level we have today. <clears throat> he says, um, that two decades ago, the average annual cost of treatment for per person for HIV was $19,000, while today it's $150, thanks to generic drugs. Uh, moreover, people with HIV are getting treatment earlier, which... Re- charge the disease's development. According to UNAIDS, the annual incidence of new infections has fallen 20% over the past decade, and in 25 countries, including 13 in sub-Saharan Africa, it has fallen by 50%. Over the past two years, the number of people who have obtained treatment for HIV has increased by 60%. Um, So it's great that things are wrapping up. And also, they just had some kind of breakthrough with HIV that some foot cream that's used to treat, like, athlete's foot or whatever – literally kills HIV on contact um, and it can't come back or something. So it's great that it's um, they're making breakthroughs now or whatever. And hopefully people who do have HIV or AIDS that, that they survive long enough to, You know, to take advantage of this because um, it's a horrible thing. You know, I remember when I was in the 90s, when I was growing up, AIDS was the was huge, of course, you know, and I remember the first time I ever heard about HIV or AIDS. It was when I was a little kid. I was probably about six years old, probably six years old, I guess. Yeah, about 1981. And I was sitting on the uh, the floor of, my, of our house or whatever our apartment whatever we lived in then, and um, I remember looking at the TV and I saw Troy Duncan. who's was one of our uh, not Troy Duncan. Um, I can't remember his name, but anyway, one of our local anchors here in Dallas um, talking about uh, HIV or AIDS. And I remember asking my mother, "I go, what's my, what's HIV or whatever like that?" She says, and she goes, "My mom goes, she goes, it's a disease." And she says, she says, and, you, and she says, "You can only get it from." Um, sex and she said if any if any man or any boy asked to suck your peepee you say no <laughs> and i remember the first image that came my head i remember what i was thinking when she said this i remember i remember the first image that came my head was someone sucking on my peepee and, and urine coming out of it is what i was thinking at six years old i'm thinking why would anybody ever want to do that is what i was thinking in my mind because of course i wasn't you know sexual at all at six years old so it was really bizarre, but she, she was, you know, a just like everybody else was about it. And then the nineties, as I, you know, I came out and everything else I knew it was a very big, uh, scare for people, especially gay guys to have to deal with, um, protecting ourselves from HIV. And fortunately I was educated about it, um, because I had educated myself about it. And also, um, when I was at SMU, I worked for the, I worked as a volunteer coordinator for the, um, AIDS resource center here in Dallas. <clears throat> and, uh, as such, I learned a lot about, uh, protecting myself. So fortunately I never got it and never, um, encountered it. Uh, well, it's something I never encountered it. I actually had a boyfriend who had HIV, um, for six months, um, when I was 23 or 24 or so, but I never got it. And so fortunately I was uh, fortunate not to get it, but the good thing is a lot of people are more educated about it today. And they think that HIV or AIDS is a gay disease still people who are ignorant still think that when reality it's highest group of uh, rate of infection is in women um because uh, in older women mostly um because they don't usually use protection and whatever so it's really sad that people think that and um so hopefully that will be a story of the past someday and people who have that will be able to get better and actually you know, enjoy themselves and have a life lived long instead of having to worry about that. And really, these days, it's really more like a um, um, chronic disease like diabetes or something would be possibly. Um, both can kill you if you don't m- maintain and monitor yourself accordingly. Um, so I think it's more like that today, which is good. But people think it's gone. It's been eradicated or... They think it's no longer a threat to them, um, and that's not true. And a lot of people, especially in the gay community, like the young twinks or whatever, they think that if you, you get HIV, no big deal. They bareback or whatever all the time, and barebacking is um, a whole other topic. But and they do that with complete strangers and think that they won't get AIDS, and if they do, no big deal, because they'll just take a pill and they'll be fine. When in reality... You take a pill, but apparently it has really bad side effects and gives people diarrhea and like horrible, horrible side effects. So it's not exactly a picnic. Plus, they feel bad, I would assume, too. So it's not um, something that you want to get. So you want to protect yourself, whether you're male, female, gay, straight, bisexual, whatever – I don't care who you're having sex with protect yourself and a lot of women make the mistake to just have unprotected sex because they think the guy they're having sex with is straight and sometimes it's not the case and whether he is straight or not doesn't mean he can't have aids or hiv or hepatitis or herpes or syphilis or a million other horrible diseases you can get from not using protection so whether you're trying to protect yourself from hiv or another std do it anyway Regardless of you know who you think you're with, until you are in a committed long term relationship with them and you can trust them, you've both been tested. I know when I, um, my husband and I have been together six months, we got tested both of us for HIV, and both tested negative, and we're still negative today. And um, because we're monogamous, and um, we uh, and after that we didn't we no longer practiced you know use condoms or whatever because we were in a committed relationship. So. I personally think it's fine in that case, but I think if you're you're single and you are having unprotected sex, whether you're gay or straight or whatever, um, I think it's a really bad idea um, because these days it's just really taking a chance, like a like a like the Russian like Russian roulette with your life. You know, um, you never know who you're having sex with, and people lie. By the way, people lie about their status. Um, you know, gay men or straight men or straight women. Um, will say they're not HIV positive or say they've been tested and they tested negative or whatever. And when they reality, they know that they're actually positive because either A, they don't want to be um, rejected or B, because they're 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 in denial themselves or C, they don't care about you at all. And so you really have to watch that. So don't ever take a stranger's word. Um, when it comes to your life, don't ever do that because it's really an ignorant move to make. Um, I would you know, I've always said, said it this way. If you, if you would trust the person, um, that you're having sex with, with your life and to put their life ahead of your own, possibly even then, yeah, have unsafe sex with them. But if you can't say that about the person, then you're probably not a good idea, you know? So, and there've been a lot of people who've tested positive in the porn industry lately because of HIV. Um, and, um, you know, in my friend David had mentioned to me the other day about talking, doing a show possibly together about barebacking in the gay community. And, um, I think that's what he was talking about. And so I, I think that's a good idea for a show because I think it is somewhat of an epidemic and I have different feelings about it. I don't know what you feel about it, but, it is something that should be addressed, especially these days, and um, um, especially within the gay community, where we have most people in the gay community who are getting infected with HIV these days, are actually uh, in the um, twink range, <laughs> so like you know like like under twenty five. Speaking of sex, um, I don't know if you guys heard, if you know who Cheyenne Jackson is. Cheyenne Jackson, like last week or whatever, apparently there was a video of him, supposedly it was supposed to be him, of him masturbating and actually coming on the screen. He's a, an actor. He's been on Dirty Rock. He's been in several movies, whatever. He has been in. He was in the Liberace movie. Um, if you saw his face, you'd probably know who he is, Cheyenne Jackson. Um, he's openly gay man. But um, there was a video that was released, a 52-second video, that actually shows this man coming in a hotel room, and it quickly passes over his face, and he says, clearly I need my boyfriend here. And so then it goes away from his face. However, um, when it looks like him, you know, it goes over his face, it doesn't really look that much like him to me. When it's just stopped over his face, it does not look like that to to me at all. But then you see the tattoos on the guy's arm, apparently, at one point. And uh, you can kind of tell that it is the same guy. So I think I I think it's him, but I'm not sure. They say that it's him, but it's hard to tell, you know. But I gotta say, it was a pretty, uh, it was a nice video. (laughs) It was a nice video, Um, and um, you know, I thought that he's uh, got a nice uh, unit. I mean, it's not like huge or anything, but it's it's pretty. So anyway, that's good. Anyway, so if you want to see uh, Cheyenne Jackson jerking off, you can see that on gay.fleshbot.com, and you can watch the video there for free, and you see the, all the, him in all his glory. Uh, if you're interested in that, <laughs> um, but he's kind of a weird guy, though. He kind of sort of he kind of sort of is uh, I don't know. I like him sort of, but I don't. I always thought he was good looking, but. I think he he like just broke up with his boyfriend. Of course, I don't know what happened with him and like got all these tattoos and shaved his head and like, he's having a midlife crisis or something and went off with some 20 year old twink or whatever. in California, I don't know. I just, I don't really like that about him, but it seems like he's, uh, having issues right now. Um, okay. So what else do we have to talk about on, on here tonight? Um, let's see what's going on. Oh yeah. The, um, The Olympics, real quick, I wanted to mention that, you know, there's been a big brouhaha about that because the Olympics this year are coming or next year are going to happen in uh, Russia. And um, Russia's, you know, Vladimir Putin hates gay people and promotes homophobia, essentially. Um, And so because of this, they're saying that they shouldn't uh, have the Olympics there. And uh, however, the Olympic committee says that there's nothing in their bylaws that says you can't go to a country that doesn't, you know, agree with their views on gay people or whatever. Um, And I think that I think they should not go. I think that they shouldn't go at all, because I think I think I'm talking about the safety of the people is what I'm worried about. I'm I'm worried about those gay contestants, ice skaters, for example. I'm sure there are at least one or two ice skaters who are gay (laughs) going to Russia um, that are going to be in danger while they are there in Russia. So I, I'm, I'm worried about their safety because many people, there's been several instances where people have been murdered, uh, you know, or killed or bashed as a result of being um, uh, bashed, have, been, have died, and even kidnapped there because they're gay. People are just wearing um, certain types of clothes have been assaulted or having a gay flag or anything like that. So it's not a place that I would want to. To go or, or be at all, and especially if you're in the public eye and everything, and everybody's going to know who you are. I mean, it's a bad idea. So just be thankful that those of you who are gay listening that we live here in the United States of America. It isn't fucking perfect, that's for sure for us, but we have a hell of a lot better than they do in Russia these days. And that's all I got to say about that. <clears throat> um, what else do I want to talk about? We've got twenty two minutes left in the show, and since I'm having to do the show by myself. Um, I need to find myself a co-host because I'm really tired of doing shows alone. So I think I'm going to try to find a co-host on Craigslist or something (laughs) because I don't know anybody who's up this late personally that can co-host with me that I, you know, have any kind of rapport with. So I think I'm going to start doing co-hosting. David has a co-host in his show and um, that seems to work pretty well. Rose does her show all by herself all the time, but she's got her big personality and so she's got no problem doing it. And I, for me, I mean, sometimes I'm okay, but most of the times I just I just don't want to... Do, I like to talk to people. You know, I have have a conversation and converse, and actually... So um, not just sit here and ramble on about what's going on. So I'm thinking about doing that and seeing what happens with that as well uh, in the future. Um, what else is going on in the world? Oh, Grace Jones, by the way, those of you who like Grace Jones, is coming out with a memoir um, about you know, about her life. And, um, it should be interesting. Um, she's 65 years old right now. And, um, she's, uh, uh, what does it say? She says, I'll never write a memoir. She said, but she changed her mind because if she didn't, someone else would. Um, so it says Terry, 10 reasons, Grace Jones's memoir will be the gay event of the year. She's from humble beginnings, bright lights to big city, disco, studio 54. Oh, wow. Speaking of Studio 54, wouldn't that have been a great time to be alive? Oh my God, Stank Vagina. Oh yes, from uh, when she was... uh, What was the name of her character? Anjou Noah. Uh, What was the name of her character? It was... um... Oh, Stranger. That was her name in that movie. Stranger. <laughs> and she stuck her panties in there, or her finger, in her, and stuck them in his face. Oh my god, gross! Anyway, but Studio Fifty Four would have been a great time to be alive and be gay because there was so 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 hedonistic, and it's Studio Fifty Four. And um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Studio Fifty Four. It was pretty good. It was in, from the nineties. Ryan um, Ryan, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Fuck, what's his name? Ryan Philippe was in it as well as Selma Hayek and several other people. Um, But he was the star of the movie and he was in it. And it was really a a retrospective of studio 54 and its owner at the time and who started it and everything else. And um, what it was like to be alive then and live there and to feel free and everything else. Of course it had its dark side of course as well. But you know, we look back on it and think about how glamorous it was and how it was hedonistic and free and sex, sex was just all over the place and everything else. And, you have to worry about age or anything. Cause it didn't ha- it didn't exist yet. At least I didn't know that it did. And so it, it's just a really, um, cool time. It would have been to be alive, but she was around then of course, as well. She's also very androgynous and, um, has a, a very long history of dating some really blonde men <laughs> like, uh, Schwarzenegger and Dolph Lundgren and other people like that. She's really into those kind of guys, apparently. Uh, and she's just, she's just an awesome chick all around. And, uh, of course, you know, like we said, she was in Boomerang. She played the wackadoo model, you know, Stranger in Boomerang. And that in and of itself is amazing. You know, she goes over to the table and says, so when are we going to fuck? <laughs> She's just very straightforward. But I haven't seen her in a while. I don't know what she looks like or anything else. i have to see her to see what she looks like because I don't really, I don't know anymore. I haven't seen her in, in since, I guess, since Eddie Murphy time, you know? Let's look her up. Grace Jones. What does she look like these days? Grace Jones. Uh, I don't see any any recent pictures of her. Oh, she's the same age as my mother. She's born nineteen forty eight. Wow, I can't imagine my mother being Grace Jones. Oh my God, I'm not perfect, but I'm perfect for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's no recent picture of her that I can see. She doesn't have like a website or anything. I don't even see a website about her. I see like you know, IMDb. Oh, she has Facebook, Grace Jones official. Oh, she still looks good. Wow. She still looks crazy too. Wow. Wow. You know, she, you know, black don't crack as they say, she still looks really good, but she's really one of those very unique artists that, um, the gay community just loves, always has loved. And she really, I love unique, you know, people like her, people who are really, really, uh, just, really a truly, truly unique individual who just themselves and being themselves, and in and of of itself is enough to make them amazing. And I think she's one of those people. There are many people like that, but I think she's one of them. So I love Grace Jones. She's awesome. So anyway. um, Oh, by the way, before I go, I was going to tell you, since this is the gay audience listening here, um, there, I told my friend David about yesterday, Um, I've been using this service for about a year now, maybe two, a year or two, I can't remember, um, called the Trunk Club, the Trunk, T-R-U-N-K Club. And um, the Trunk Club is a um, – it's a, uh, a shopping service, essentially. And what it does is, you know, it, they, what they do, they shop for you. You, you go to the site, the Trunk Club – it's Trunk which is just Trunk Club. Okay, it's trunkclub.com. And um, when you go there, you sign up. It's free to sign up. You actually – fill out a questionnaire about your size. You know, you do measurements on your whole body if you want, like your arm size, your neck size and everything else, right? And your waist size, of course, your height, your weight, your hair color, whatever. And you can even send a picture in there. And once you do that, you actually, um, once you do that, you actually um, uh, the, you get assigned a stylist, and the stylist will pick out clothes based on your preferences and what your needs are. So the last time I got a trunk, which I just ordered one a couple of days ago, uh, another one, um, was I said I need some new shoes, like some new brown dress shoes, or casual shoes, rather, and I needed some new jeans for fall and some new shirts for fall. And so um, they will actually put those things together for you, several p- outfits or whatever, put them in this... Box that they call a trunk and they will, um they will send that to you in the mail and there's no cost to you up front. You get those clothes in the mail, you try them on, you see if you like the clothes and if you like the clothes, you keep what you want, you send back what you don't want. You're only charged for things that you keep and that's it. And you can get as many trunks as you want, like once a month, twice a month, whatever. And every time you need clothes, they send you another one and you can get one sent automatically if you want. So it's a really great site and uh, there's no membership fee or anything else. And they send really nice clothes too. I mean, the clothes I've gotten from them have been great, great brands, Great clothes, <clears throat> so I advise you to check them out because they are um, truly an awesome um, thing. So I'm going to give you my link so I can get free credit if you want to go there. Because every time I refer someone who signs up, I get a credit. <laughs> so the credit, is, the the link is https: colon backslash backslash trunkclub backslash invited. Backslash capital D O N O V 2 zero zero two G S L. So if you really want to go through all that, you can go there and you can do that and help me out and give me a fifty dollar credit for everybody who signs up. And if you don't want to do it that way, you can email me at info at offlimitshow and I will send you the link there. And um it's great, it's a great site. And my stylist name is Jamie Snydell, she's really cool. And she sent me many great clothes. And I told David about it. He signed up. And yes, David, by the way, she told me, <clears throat> she sent me the trunk yesterday. She told me that, thank you for recommending you. And she got your sign-up thing. So she'll be in touch soon, I'm sure. Um, and so I go. I use that site. And I also use another site called um, bombfell.com. But Bombfell is a little different. It's not as good. But Trunk Club is the creme de la creme. And it's the best. So I advise you to go there and check it out if you are interested in fashion the way I am. Because it's an awesome, awesome... Um awesome, awesome uh service. So check it out. So that's it for tonight's show on Game Ass. Didn't have much to say, I guess. I thought I had more to say, but um since I'm doing the show by myself, it's hard. So if you want to check me out on the next show, probably on Sunday or Monday, uh, we'll be doing um doing the Fuck I'm drunk show probably. And it'll be tequila this week. So we'll see how that affects me this week. And uh, call into that show if you want to call in and talk to a drunk guy, g- drunk gay guy, and uh, or just listen to the archives. And remember, you can listen to me on offlimitshow.com. You can also listen to me on spreaker.com as well as iTunes, as well as my website. So feel free to uh, go check me out, offlimitshow.com, and tweet me on Twitter. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks.